This is the Less Doing Podcast with your host, Ari Mysel. Learn how to optimize, automate, and outsource and be more effective at everything. Hey, this is Ari Mizell with the Less Doing Podcast. Welcome. This is the 18th podcast that I've done. Uh, I'm hoping to start doing these a little more frequently now that I've come up with an automated process for dealing with the podcast. Previously, it was one of those things where it was kind of complicated and I had to edit stuff myself and it, it was it was kind of time consuming, so I was only getting maybe one out per month. But now, thanks to some great gigs on Fiverr. Uh, the podcast is professionally edited and remastered by someone, and then someone else does a transcription. So moving on up in terms of professional podcasting, and I'm hoping to do these uh, at least twice a month, maybe even more frequently. So before today's interview, I want to still talk about a, a few things, one of which is I recently started using a Karma hotspot something really, really cool. Uh, basically, I was at a coffee shop working and uh, struck up a conversation with someone, and they had a little thing that looked kind of like a thin hockey puck, and it's called the Karma Hotspot, and you can go to yourkarma.com for it. Uh, I'm actually hoping to interview the founders of it at some point soon. But basically, it's a Wi-Fi hotspot that works on the Sprint 4G network, and you pay uh, $69, I think, to buy the device, and then you pay $14 for a gig of data. Not $14 per month, but $14 for one gig, and you use it up, and then you can buy more. But what's really cool is that it's an open hotspot, and anybody can sign on to it, and if they do, they get 100 megs free data, and you get 100 megabytes free data. So when I got it, I thought, you know, oh, this is really cool, and it was cheap as it was, but then as I started using it at some public places like coffee shops, people started signing on, and I'd get a notification that I got free 100 megabytes, and the Facebook profile, the person who had signed on, it's just really interesting thing, and uh, it's very reliable when you're in situations where there might not be a data connection for your uh, laptop or other device. I was thinking uh, about fancy hands a lot, uh, as I do, because I use them so much for all of my tasks. And if you're curious how much I use them, my current stats are that in the past, uh, not quite a year, but basically since last March 11th, I have done 1,160 tasks, and fancy hands has spent 1,157 minutes on the phone on my behalf. So... The, the phone alone, they basically saved me over 20 hours of my time. And then the requests themselves could have been many, many, many hours beyond that. So it's pretty cool to see not only how you're using the kind of services that I'm recommending all the time, but also literally the amount that they are saving you time so that you can reclaim your own mind which is what we care about. Um, you know, in addition, Fancy Hands has a teamwork feature where you can buy kind of packages for uh, employees or for teams so everybody gets a virtual assistant. 
I think that this is a corporate perk that people are missing out on. It's so cheap, and there's no reason why everybody shouldn't have a virtual assistant at their disposal, even if it's to deal with some personal tasks that are stressing you out while you're at work or whatever it might be. It's a minimal, minimal cost for a company to offer this kind of service to their employees, and the returns for those employees could be huge. And I always believe everything kind of comes full circle. So if they're less stressed out, they can be more focused, then everybody benefits. So I would definitely recommend checking that out. And then there's an app that I've been using that I've recommended before on the podcast, but I've never really talked about it. It's called Twist. Um, if any of you know the app called Glimpse, what Glimpse does is that you can share with a family member or a friend or whatever your location on a constant basis uh, through your iPhone or your Android. And if you're at uh, an amusement park together, for instance, or you're meeting up somewhere, it'll constantly show where your location is. Twist is slightly different. What Twist does is you basically say where you're going and who you're meeting. And you can put in their, tech, their uh, cell phone number or their email and Twist will automatically update them on your location and your ETA, depending on the mode of transportation you choose. So what I love about this is anytime I'm going to meet somebody now, I'll typically set up a Twist for uh, a few reasons. But the main one is that if I'm going to take the subway, for instance, and there's a delay, I can't text them from the subway because there's no service, but uh, Twist will be expecting a check-in at a particular interval, and if it doesn't get it, it will automatically send a text message to that person saying, Ari is running five minutes behind, he'll arrive at this time. It just it just manages expectations really well. Um, they don't have to have an app, they don't have to sign up for the service, they can just get a simple text message or an email and they can find out, but then they can also click on the link that they get and see your location live, which, uh, again, is is really useful. If you're meeting a friend somewhere, or you're meeting a, a business, uh, you know, a, a business contact, and you just want to make sure that they're updated in case you get delayed for whatever reason it might be. So uh, I highly recommend checking out Twist. Another little cool thing that you can use it for, actually, is if you're meeting somebody for a surprise party, or or you're bringing somebody to a surprise party rather, and you can't be secretly pulling out your phone and letting the other people know when you're going to be there, use something like Twist, and it will automate that process for you. And then the last thing I want to mention before we get to the interview is the concept or the idea of the effectiveness of an active lifestyle versus structured fitness. Um, there's actually been a couple studies done about this now showing that as far as being healthy, quote-unquote healthy, whatever that may mean to you, but generally speaking, you know, being able to metabolize food and feeling good and energetic and alive and well, there doesn't seem to be a very big difference between structured exercise and an active lifestyle. The problem is obviously that most people have a day job where they're in a chair most of the day, and then they go and hit the gym real hard, and that, you know, it does balance out, not completely, but it does balance out. But then there's the idea of just being very active all day, whether you're uh, on your feet for some reason, or you're walking places, or you're going up and down stairs. So for the last eight weeks, I have not been able to go to the gym because I was doing physical therapy. But uh, as my wife continues to get more and more pregnant with the twins that she's carrying, and my son Ben is about 13 months now and continues to be more and more active, I'm doing more at home with him and helping her out more, 
and I feel like I'm being incredibly active. And in the past eight weeks, my my uh, body sort of metrics have not seemed to change. I haven't gained or lost weight. Uh, body fat has not changed, and I feel pretty good. I'm missing that kind of mental escape that I get from going to the gym. But as far as general wellness and feeling good and sleeping well and you know processing nutrition, I don't seem to be seeing much of a difference. So this may be an experiment I will continue, although I do kind of miss getting to the gym. So we'll see. Now that I've been discharged from physical therapy, I, I have the option. So anyway, uh, today's interview is with Steve Gutentag from a service called Get Made. And... Uh, I hope you enjoy the interview. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. They're talking with Steve Gutentag of Get Made. Hi, Steve. Hey, Ari. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, thanks for your time. So, uh, first of all, can you tell everybody what Get Made is? Sure. So, Get Made is an on-demand premium made service. Um, the way that we describe it is you, we have an iPhone app, an Android app, or a website that you can go to, getmade.com. Uh, you enter your address and your credit card information once, and you hit a book button. Uh, as soon as you hit book, it sends a request to our network of needs, um, and we ping them with whoever is close by and available. Um, they, they accept a job, and they, they arrive. They go to your apartment or your home. Um, and so from you as a customer, when you hit book, uh, you'll have a maid at your door within two hours. Uh, all the maids that we work with are vetted by us. They're background checked, they're bonded, they're insured, and uh, they come with eco-friendly cleaning supplies. So when they show up, um, you tell them what you want. It's a flat hourly rate, $45 an hour. That includes tax, tip, and these eco-friendly supplies. At the end of the clean, you're just automatically billed um, to your credit card on file, and you get an email receipt. Uh, so, I mean, that's, that's amazing. The, 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 within two hours is incredible. You know, we're obviously more and more in a world of where, you know, it's like I, I want something now rather than, you know, planning ahead. Um, and I know personally it's, it's sometimes difficult to think like, oh, I want someone to come every Friday at 10 o'clock or, you know, twice a week, whatever it is, and having a plan around that. So uh, having someone be able to come on two hours notice is really an incredible thing. How many uh, people do you have kind of in the waiting or rough that you can tell me? Uh, in the waiting from customers or uh, maids? No, maids. I'm oh, sorry. Um, so we have, in the, we have in, like, the middle tens right now. Uh, it's growing every day and every week. Uh, we work mostly with uh, high-quality independent maids, uh, but we're also beginning to work with maid companies. Uh, so we'll take uh, maid companies, and so they have uh, a network of their own staff that isn't necessarily fully utilized, and when they have downtime, um, we'll... we'll We'll send jobs to them or to whoever is close by to uh, the request. So okay, so now is is it mostly by location? You know, the closest made yet, or do you have the same person going to the same customer every now and then, or how is how does your kind of routing work? Yeah, sure. So it really takes into account a few things. Um, obviously, availability. So the maids are not our full-time employees. Uh, so they tell us when they're available and when they, it's, it can be the day before, it can be real time. Um, they tell us when they're available or not. And then when a, a booking comes in, it really gets divvied up, um, based on a few things. So one is, uh, availability, current location and distance from the booking request. Uh, has, has this made, 
cleaned this apartment before and been rated highly. Uh, so, and then, and then there's a few other just, uh, other bookings that are coming in and trying to make sure that they're spaced out appropriately. Uh, so if you have a maid that you've rated highly and he or she is available, uh, uh, and nearby, then we'll automatically resend that maid. If not, though, we'll send a different one who is equally qualified and, uh, um, and nearby and available when you request. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then when you... And we, oh, one, the, one, we, and we always tell you before, um, uh, whenever you book, we tell you this, um, within a few minutes after booking the maid who is coming. So you know it's not, it's not just a surprise that someone shows up at your door. Okay, gotcha. Uh, and then when you make the request, are you saying, like, oh, I need someone to come clean the windows, I need someone to come clean my 600-square-foot apartment, I need someone to do, you know, is it that specific, or are you just, I need a maid? Uh, so it, it can be as specific or as general as you want. Um, so we have some people who just look, and they give no information, and they're waiting at the apartment. They tell the maid what they want, um, and then they stay or they leave. We have others who have who will provide, you know, several paragraphs of details of exactly what they want, um, down to like the, and then prioritize the order. We have, we have no minimum, so you can book for as little as an hour or less if you need to, if it's just like a bathroom. Um, and you can set your own time limit, so you can say don't go over two hours. Um, and lastly, uh, we prorate and round down to the nearest five minutes. So it's not, if you don't use a full hour, you're not charged for the full hour. It's prorated to the nearest five minutes. Oh wow! Okay, that's that's really incredible. Then, uh, so that I mean, I think that probably makes it really easy and comfortable for people to kind of wing it a little bit, you know, for not exactly sure. Because I, I've always found that to be an issue that you know I I don't I, I mean my wife would always say that I, I have no idea how to clean anything properly, so I wouldn't be the one to say like oh this is only gonna take this is only gonna take an hour. Um, so that's that's really great that there's that kind of flexibility built into it. Yeah, we, you know, we, we were testing this product for several months and, uh, with, with customers before we released it to the public, uh, in various private alpha and private beta stages. And during that time, you know, we started with a minimum and we started with different, different, um, uh, requirements and we realized that if we took them all away, A, people were much happier and B, it ended up that it ended up working out almost identical, but without the stress or added stress for the customer in the sense that when we had a time minimum, people would almost always request that time minimum versus now it ends up being around that time anyway, but it's just less stress for the customer. Um, and so we always round down to the nearest five minutes as well so you're not worried about, uh, oh, it's an extra minute or it's an extra five minutes or it's an extra hour. Uh, sure. And now um, what are the, I mean, since it is kind of independent, you know, maids and, and they're available when they're available, is there sort of an hour, are there ranges of times that you're open, per se, or, or is this technically 24 hours a day? Okay, yeah, so this, currently we're, you can book anytime 9.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., seven days a week. Uh, so um, you can book as late as, you know, 5.59, and a maid would arrive by 7.59, or you can book as early as 9.30 and have a maid there by 11.30. Usually the morning bookings have less travel time. Um we're, we're, we'll be expanding our hours soon, and we're currently available in Manhattan in uh, about 15 zip codes in Brooklyn. Um, but we'll be expanding to the rest of Brooklyn and other boroughs in the very near future. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like it would be great if, you know, you had a dinner party, for instance, and then you get a maid to come and clear up and clean up the place after that. So if that works out at night, that, that, would, be, uh, that would be particularly cool. Can they, uh, 
they, um, I, so obviously, you know, they can clean and do the floors and do bathrooms and stuff. Will they do dishes? Will they do laundry? Yeah, I mean, so they'll, they'll do, they'll absolutely do dishes. If you have a dishwasher, they'll throw them in the dishwasher. If, they, if you don't, they'll hand wash the dishes if you request it. Um, we do laundry as long as it's within, the, it's inside the building. Uh, so if you have a laundry mat, if you have laundry in your apartment or if you have a laundry room inside your building, they're more than happy to do laundry in there. Again, there's no extra charges, it's just time. Um, so they'll put the laundry in first and then they'll go clean and then they'll come back and take it out. Uh, and then depending on the customer, sometimes they'll hold it and, or sometimes they'll just leave it in the dryer and then let it dry and they'll leave it right, while it's still drying. Right. Okay. So I, now that's just brought up an interesting thing for me because I, I have a one-year-old or, well, 13-month-old son and my wife and I are kind of always trying to figure out how to get things done a little more efficiently and manage everything in the house. So, you know, just something as simple as that where if they want to do laundry, which, you know, probably takes two hours or more, then they're going to put that in first and then go on and do other things and, and figuring out kind of those logistical uh, shortcuts in a way. It, and because I'm so kind of obsessed with data, generally speaking, are you kind of gathering any analytics on the stuff that you're doing as far as, you know, the peak times that people need maids and the kind of services that people tend to have done and how long the average task takes, that kind of thing? Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's kind of how we're, we're applying to uh, the business. Um, so for every clean, not only do we take time spent on the overall clean, but internally we're tracking what was done, so what rooms were done, uh, and then we can look back and see what, and what times of day, what neighborhoods. So we can start to figure out what neighborhoods are going to be busy, what days are going to be busy, what times of day, and recommend that means you don't have jobs go on at that time and be in certain areas to reduce travel time. Uh, additionally, after every clean, um, we do, we ask for a few things. One is for every clean from a customer side, we ask them to rate the maid one to five stars. And so that gives us almost real time, uh, feedback and consistent feedback on every individual maid, as opposed to just us as a company as a whole. So if you go on Yelp, you usually just see a one to five star rating for the company, but the company isn't the one that's going to clean every individual maid. So collecting data on each individual maid allows us to, to course correct their issues. Um, and then lastly, uh, at the end of every clean from the maid side, uh, they provide data on what they did, any notes on what they did, if there's any preferences of the customer, uh, such as do they have a dog, do they have names, they want you to focus on certain things or use certain things. And so we collect that data, and if um, another, if a booking comes in a second time from that customer and that first mate isn't available, we have to send someone new, they can go in knowing how long the last thing took, what was done, are there any customer preferences. So they can go in and before they even met this customer, know them well enough to deliver a personalized experience on their first visit. Yeah, I mean that's that's just amazing. So uh you're gonna be able to get such an amazing amount of data that uh that's probably never been brought to the made industry before, so that's really cool. Um how does your how's your pricing structure work? Generally? I mean, you know, there's there's the, the the main pricing I know that includes everything, but is that it or are there is there other options? No, so it's it's really meant to be as, as simple as possible. It's forty five dollars an hour. Um, that includes tax, tip, and, and, and the supplies. The only thing that we don't provide is a vacuum mop or broom. It's kind of hard to travel around the subway and get those to you within two hours. Um, uh, but otherwise, they come with all those solutions to clean. And um, as I said, we round down to the nearest five minutes. We don't charge extra for weekends or weekdays. Um, we don't charge extra for doing laundry. It's just the more services you want, the longer it takes. 
right? I mean, hey, simple is better as far as I'm concerned. Less is more. So <laughs> now, I, you know, that, this is this has really been great uh, finding out about Get Made. But uh, since you run a company that I consider to be a kind of a productivity tool, what would you say are your kind of top three personal productivity tips? So um, before I started this, my, my background was in consulting, and so I'm also somewhat obsessed with trying to be as efficient as possible. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why I, I like I, I like that made as a business and started it. Um, so personally, I, I really like trying to batch things and doing one task. So one of my favorite tools is uh, Boomerang for email, um, where at the at the end of the day or at the end of the day, I will write a bunch of emails and queue them up to go out um, at different times where it makes most sense. Um, so instead of me having to spend my entire day writing emails, and that can sometimes happen, I try to do it in a, a confined period of time. So definitely that's one. Um, another one is just uh, trying to keep a schedule and, and, and really try to schedule things around each other. So I mentioned emails. Um, during the week, if I have a day where I, I see that meetings are starting to um, pile up, I try to schedule as many in that one day as possible so I have another full day where I can just focus on work. Um, I find that when you stop and go and stop and go and stop and go, it really reduces um, my, my productivity. I think that that's, that's really one of the biggest things that I do uh, to try to be as productive as possible. Well, great. Those are, those are wonderful tips. Um, so thank you again for your time. Um, for people to find out more, the, the, the URL is? Uh, excuse me? The, the website for is is go ahead put the website. Oh sure, so it's it's getmade g e t m a i d dot com. Uh, we're also available on the iTunes and uh, in the iTunes store, the App Store, as well as in the Google Play Store. Great. Well, Stephen, thank you again for your time. I really appreciate you talking to us about Getmade. I thank you for having me. I really appreciate it as well.